The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to Talk with Renee Dallow, episode number 176. Talk about wedding meteorology with Andrew Levitt. Andrew Levitt is the founder of Ironic, a concierge wedding meteorologist service. But he started his career in events over 20 years ago, first in private event planning, then moving his focus to large-scale festivals and concert tours as a specialist dedicated to event meteorology, crowd management, safety, and risk mitigation in partnership with AEG Presents, Golden Voice, and Live Nation. A self-proclaimed Alanis Morissette superfan, Andrew founded Ironic in 2020 to help wedding pros better understand how to manage the forecasted weather, create a safe environment, and limit legal risk in the event of severe weather. Y'all, are we talking about weather today? Yes, we are. And this also might be the closest I've ever come to singing on the show, because I am also an Alanis Morissette super fan. Go get your coffee, get your tea, maybe get an umbrella, I don't know. And join Andrew and I on this fantastic episode. Let's talk it out, friends. Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, biz chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. It is me, your host, Renee Dallow. And this week, I am joined by Andrew Levitt from Ironic Reports. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for uh, having me on the podcast. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk to you. Now, here's the thing. Ironic. Is this a Alanis Morissette reference? 100%. We started the company um, as a... I don't want to say joke, but I want to say uh, <laughs> needing to pay the rent during a pandemic when I already had another career that went away. So we came Got up with it. the name as a joke, thinking that we do this for a couple months. And now I've quit the whole other industry and left everything behind. And if I could do it <laughs> over again, it would be like weddingmeteorologyconciergeservice.com. Or something on the lines of like so straightforward I mean, on what we do. I kind of love that it's ironic. I also just want to, I mean, does everyone just look at you and be like, it's like rain on your wedding day? Do they say that to you all the time? <laughs> everyone except for the 20-year-old marketing intern that you don't know. said, I actually don't get what's ironic about rain on your wedding day. <laughs> and my response was like, ask your parents. Just, <laughs> oh, you're not the right age. You know, it's like, sorry, sorry, bud. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. For those of us of a certain age, I mean, Alanis is everything. She's everything. She also has a song called everything. Don't even get me started. My favorite Alanis song is such a, is such a deep cut that I can't even, no one's, everyone's going to be like, what the hell are you talking about even? So well, we go deep into lyrics. We even dropped uh, an email recently where it was and on our, uh, we do a meteorology or wedding meteorology uh, educational program. And it says, like, you can unsubscribe to these emails, but just remember the line, it's the good advice that you just didn't take. So, 
we're like we're, we're really doubling down at this point because we just can't change the name it's been too i long. mean i love it and i think for those you know for those um elder millennials slash gen xers out there like we get it and we respond to it and we love it and i also feel like on your contact form which just be like what's your favorite alanis morissette song like it's some sort of weird gatekeeping thing like the deeper the cut the more you're like respect you I know like that. yeah that's not a bad yeah. move before um, anyone starts dming me to ask what it is uh <laughs> my favorite alanis morissette song uh is called incomplete and it, the most brilliant lyrics for any gen x women woman is on that song which i'll whatever i'll play it on my i'll play it on my instagram when when this episode airs but go listen to the words for incomplete it's beautiful anyhow i'll have to do, have to do some uh some some listening after this podcast mm, it's such home. a good one yeah i don't i don't want to get sidetracked into singing alanis marset songs because that'll be the whole time and then they'll be like what were they talking about it was just me singing alanis marset songs um so okay this was your pandemic pivot this was my pandemic pivot so before the pandemic i was a production manager uh, for Golden Voice, um, AEG. Um, so yeah. I used to work on Coachella and then a festival called Panorama in the City and do all the concerts at Central Park out in the out in the, in the rain, jokingly. And then when the pandemic <laughs> hit, I started my early career as a wedding DJ. Um, so I basically just reached out to, well, I will say this, I had the idea for this company, Drunk at a Wedding, in 2019. Uh, <laughs> did nothing with it, was very, very drunk, uh, was in the wedding party brought up the fact that you know hey it's there's it's gonna rain we were at a i'll say unnamed venue in newport rhode island overlooking the harbor uh told my friend who is the bridesmaid you know it's gonna rain it's gonna be 30 minutes just let's tell them to hold the food we can just bring the you know chairs and the cushions inside and we'll go right out there and do it and was told like drink your drink shut up get the fuck away from us i shouldn't swear but uh you can bleep me out maybe later oh no and we like swearing swear legitimately more how that played out so i went home after uh we moved the long story we moved the wedding into like wedding hall c in june it was not air conditioned it was gross it was nasty uh 30 minutes later sunshine rainbow beautiful harbor everything was perfect and then we went outside and faked the uh wedding for the photos oh. um yeah <laughs> So then I had the idea and then did nothing with it. I was going to, um, you know, have the idea, came up with a bunch of dumb names, uh, none of which were ironic. They're more, they're probably better names now. And then I was going to go on tour with a group called Rammstein. So big stadium tour, flew out to do a um, site visit and a, and a meeting. And then the next day, New York shut down and I kind of was out of work and needed to figure out the next plan. So I called up all my old friends who I, you know, were DJing with back when we were doing weddings and said, is this something that people would use? And that's a concierge, you know, met wedding meteorologist, a term that we really didn't know what it meant. But the idea was to use what we did when we built for festivals from flooring to tenting to load in to, you know, the lay of the land basically to figure out that it doesn't flood um, and work around all of the na uh, natural sort of elements that can happen. And it turned into a, uh, a full business and now Three years later, it's just, you know, where I am every single day when I sit in my office and what I work on. I think it's such a brilliant idea. And I think there's something, there's a little bit of like, I don't know, in a little bit of, it's going to sound silly, but a little bit of magic in coming up with an idea when you're like not 100% clear. You know, it's just like, this is an idea because you don't have that voice in your head that's going like, this is dumb. Don't do it. You have yeah. like the confidence of like, no, this is brilliant. <laughs> I will confidence, stupidity, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we definitely had, we've definitely made some dumb moves along the way. Um, I did, I spent like a month 
uh, trying to figure out the relationship between the dew point and fondant versus buttercream. And I was very determined to figure this one out. We figured it out. It was pretty like simple once we got the math behind it. In hindsight, should not have wasted a month of my life doing that. But it was 2020. Nothing else was going on. It was like right. Netflix I mean, listen, I spent a month on. trying to make sourdough bread. So I'm like, who am I to say anything? Yeah, no, we and we we had a lot of fun. We did a um an entire uh, index, and I we never named it this, but I called it the Frizzy Hair Index. And you can't oh yeah, I would here, love but... that. Are you kidding? Yeah, it, well, that one we we've got some uh, some good practical use out of. Not for me. Uh, you can't see me now, but you've seen me in real life. I'm bald as can be. Uh, <laughs> but it's been like a very fun. We've come up with a lot of new ways to look at the weather, and you know, the root of the whole company started off as a drunk idea, and then turned into there's a ton of science, there's a ton of tech out there. Um, how do we put this into context? Because the biggest thing for us that like we think is every planner says, well, I just use a weather app or, you know, a venue says, yeah. well, I've got one weather app and someone else reads the newspaper and figures out the weather there. And our whole idea was based around the fact that weather apps were made to take your zip code and send and sell your, sell your data. They were like the second app to come out when the app store opened. Uh, really? Everyone, everyone figured out pretty quick, everyone in the app world, uh, that you could just get people to input their location if you tell them the weather. Um, they're not meant to do a <laughs> wedding. Like it's, well, now I feel like we've been conned. Oh, 100%. And like, I, I have this conversation with people on a regular basis. We're like, oh, well, I've got a weather app. I'm like, you got to believe that your $3 weather app is not meant for you to do a $200,000 wedding. Like, no, it's, it's just not the tool for the job. So we've even figured out how to kind of push the envelope with the context as far as moving away from like the basics when it comes to weather where it's, you know, where's lightning? What's the chances of rain? What time is it going to rain? So we've really decided to kind of push things as far as we can. We even are working with one planner right now uh, at a beachfront house in Florida. And we started this project a couple months ago, but looking at the topography of the land, uh, the tide levels, uh, how much beachfront property there is, and the angle of the sun and the height of the trees. To, so we can have a um, deck on the beach, but not have to have a full tent. So you can still see the uh, sunset and it's still a chance that there won't be any rain at that time of year so we're really oh, kind wow. of taking all these things and pushing it together and figuring out what is what what do wedding planners look for what do they want to know how can we help them kind of push the envelope of their events we still are focused on lightning and risk protection and trying to basically mitigate any liability for the planners but it's really sort of coming up with these new fun concepts about the weather and we have a bunch more uh, ideas kind of floating around about new ways and integration to do, you know, foliage charts and time of year and all this other historical weather data too. So it's, it's been a fun project so far. I am obsessed with it. You know, it's so funny. I'm remembering that I used to say, I don't, I haven't said it in a while because of the pandemic, I think, but I used to say pre-pandemic in my like consult calls, I used to, you know, have this joke about like, you know, I'm a wedding planner. So I have, I, I have, I'm in control over everything. Well, except the weather. Cause I can't control the weather, which like, we can't control it, right? But with your tools, we can certainly be so educated on it that we can make our best choices. I mean, just even two weeks ago in LA where it quote unquote never rains here, except that it's been raining a lot here lately. Yeah. And um, we are in our rainy season in LA. I will say that like winter is our rainy season. However, this is more than what we're used to, like just the quantity and the, and the, I mean, I wanna say severity, but it's not anywhere near as severe as other places in the world. But I had a wedding that was supposed to be outdoors 
And to be honest, when I when they booked me, they said, we're getting married uh, at this one venue that has indoor outdoor capability. And they said, we want to use the courtyard. And I said, well, we'll see, because January 15th is not known for its, you know, balmy weather. So it's funny you say that we work with um, a planner out of Boston, Raffinelli Events, and they actually have uh, told us a line, Nick on their team, which is, you know, they can't control the weather, but they like working with us because we can give them the information so they can speak knowledgeably to their clients. And that's really what it comes down to is that when there is a weather situation, when the clients are a little worried, they can say, well, let us call the meteorologist. So now there's a meteorologist on the team that can really work with them and kind of carry them through. And the way that we've started um, working with Brian and his team and, and really has carried over to a lot of the different groups we work with is we start at the beginning of Loden. Uh, we go until Wednesday. On Wednesday uh, or Thursday, we'll make a rain plan uh, call. And they're obviously making the rain plan. They know what they have and what options are available and what parts of the venue they can use. We're just looking at it to say, will there be lightning? Will there be hail? Will there be high winds? All of which are things that we've seen with them and all of which are things that we avoided. And then when it starts to get to the wedding days, we actually jump on text communication. So we do group text, WhatsApp, phone calls if it's needed. Um, and we connect everyone and just sort of give everyone the information. And it goes normally planner down so they can distribute it to everyone else. And we do a morning weather report and an evening weather report. And this is all now casting. So this is someone is behind a weather desk. Uh, we have a team in Norman, Oklahoma, and they're tracking the weather live. And you actually have a, you know, the guy behind the computer, I shouldn't say guy, a person behind the computer who is providing us the information and then we're relaying it to the teams. Um, so it's really a new way of getting the most accurate information with 90% accuracy for most places in the country uh, in a way that Previously was someone pulling out their weather app and making the call or five people pulling out five different weather apps and trying to make the call and then the right. ensue. Um, well, I, I love to, I'm, I don't know, I'm sure you're familiar with the app that no longer exists called Dark Sky, oh, yeah. where it would, it would tell you like down to the minute when it was going to rain. And for the most part, it was, it was good. But, um, but also it would, you know, it was constantly changing. So like, you'd look at it in the morning and be like, oh, we don't have no rain until noon. And then, you know, at noon, it'll be like rain for an hour. And then and at one o'clock it'd be like rain for an hour and you're like oh i guess it's still raining so like it, it was good but it wasn't perfect and 90 percent accuracy is amazing well 90 percent helps when you have someone that's been i mean i would never put our meteorologist on a phone call with a planner um because they right. get way too excited about the weather and they, they, <laughs> they, everything's backwards too where you'll talk to them and like they'll say oh you have the best chance of rain at this hour and it's like no i don't want you to say the best chance like you will have rain at this hour and it will stop but don't make this seem like it's like this natural phenomenon that you want to go storm chase like <laughs> just <laughs> and like it, we did an event with um uh andrea polito that was in tahoe a couple weeks back and they got four feet of snow in 24 hours it was absolutely wow. crazy my meteorologist drove from san francisco to tahoe to go to the top of the mountain to storm chase. That was his goal. <laughs> like, it was not like, oh, seek shelter, find somewhere else to be. Like, he saw the report we were putting together for a client and was like, huh, this seems like a good idea. Let's go to the top of the mountain. So, oh my gosh. These are very interesting uh, people with very different views about the weather. And it's fun though, because they're, you know, they're getting the hang of what we're doing. Um, we did yeah. an event for uh, Marcy Bloom and Jack, who hopefully will never hear this podcast sent me a text message and he goes, hey, is um, is Marcy Bloom like the the same Marcy Bloom on Instagram? And I was like, yeah, why? You've been working on this project for weeks. And his response was, my mom follows her on Instagram. 
and she's really excited that I'm doing this. This is a guy who storm chases and has been in weather his whole life since he was a young kid. And this was probably the first time his mom was really pumped that he was working on a gig. That's Um, amazing. Also, Marcy's a baller and I love her. I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. I'm glad that he also figured out that she's a big deal. (laughs) It was like, I told Marcy this story. I was like, it was the cutest thing I've ever heard a, you know, a grown man meteorologist say to me. I was like, he was like really (laughs) proud. His mom was proud of him. Oh my gosh, I love it. So wait, you said this was called Now Casting, right? Yeah, so this is what we do is uh, called Now Casting, where that's more of our concierge service, where we start and from load in to load out. Uh, we also do historical. Um, so historical is like farmer's called, almanac uh, climatology. vibe. And climatology is where you look at the last 30 years of weather um, data and then for the 10 miles surrounding the area. And that's where we started doing our fondant and our, you know, but basically find out versus weather human frizzy hair index and everything else in between was in our <laughs> digital report. Um, oh, okay. That tool uh, is, is great to use in the planning process. Uh, we have a lot of planners that will use it when their clients say, hey, we really want to think about doing a June wedding in Montauk or an October wedding in Hudson Valley. And they right. say, we moved to New York three years ago, but we've been each of those places for romantic weekends. So it's when the client doesn't really know about the area, um, we use those as reference points for them to understand it. Uh, we also do custom reports in more detail. We had a client recently that wanted to know basically, uh, similar to what you're talking about in California with the rain, why is it raining so much? Why are the floods happening? And we're getting married at this point. How do we go about this? Um, and the same with the freeze in Texas. So it's about giving the client information or giving our client, the planner information to give their clients to say, well, there's a six percent chance that this will happen again and this happens every hundred years um or when you look at you know understanding the floods in california and the, and the rain there it's really about infrastructure so if when you describe yes. that wedding where they weren't able to do it because the courtyard of the area was not going to be accessible if it kept on raining it's just because the area is built not for the water that it can maintain um yeah. and it's the same as you know roads in atlanta when they have a two inches of snow uh, the road shut down because people just aren't used to it. So a lot of it is explaining and giving people the tools so they can know that this doesn't always happen. But if it does happen, these are the limitations that are now set. Um, yeah, I love that. I also it. think, too, like living in California, right? I have so many clients that aren't from here that oftentimes we have a lot of conversations especially with my fall clients, you know, because they'll get they'll say, like, well, we want to get right in the fall and they pick an early October date which in California is summer. It's still summer here. And it'd be very, it'd be very interesting to use this tool with our out of town clients, especially the ones who are choosing destinations like Joshua tree, for example, where it's like, there are some parts of the year where Joshua tree is unhabitable. Like you can't, you can't be there. It's untenable. You can't be outside, but it's one thing to like, hear that another thing to like see it on a weather report you know there's a yeah it's a, it's called the global thermal comfort index is the term that i learned early on uh wow. which is the way to look at that and that's basically just saying that if you're from someplace and you go someplace else and it feels hot or cold your body's not ready for it and that is something that we talk about when we people describe you know 80 degrees in new york in the summer 80 degrees outside in florida um it's yes. very different you feel different about yes. it you don't really feel yes. the same and that's basically the uh the way to think about it so a lot of what we've been doing is just um, relating to planners, you know, what they should expect and how they can mitigate any risk. Um, a big part of what we do is liability and not to, you know, I 
the reason I got into this originally was because of the concert industry and safety. Um, yeah. When in 2011, there was uh, the start of the Event Safety Alliance and there were stage collapses almost every year since then um, that, you know, there were casualties, there were incidents where stages would be blown over in the wind. And if you go back and you look at basically what decisions were made and why they were made, the real answer is people didn't know what was going on. And over yeah. the time of, I used to run um, basically brainstorm sessions where I would, you know, this is pandemic times, I would Uber Eats everyone dinner or send them a bottle of wine and then we'd talk and kind of hear all the horror stories and things that have gone wrong. And you talk to these um, people and planners that have actually, you know, taken a, a sledgehammer and pushed a, a stake that is holding a tent back into the ground, but not realizing that the liability is now shifted on them. So it's really about understanding the safety, understanding emergency evacuations, when it's safe to be outside in the lightning storm, um, which is never, but what to do when there is a lightning storm. <laughs> so right. we had an event in Wyoming uh, with Allison Events, and they had lightning within eight miles, and we started tracking it at about 80 miles away. Um, our team was in full communication with them, and they sped up the entire ceremony to make sure that they could get the ceremony in outside but then everyone could get to safe shelter by the time the lightning was within eight miles, which is sort of the industry standard when it comes to um, attendees for an outdoor event. So That's a lot amazing. of people you'll hear will just kind of push things or, oh, I, you know, I played meteorologist, which is something that a lot of people say. But, <laughs> you know, we never want to hear someone having to go into a deposition or anything after the fact saying, well, I looked at my right. weather app. So a big right. part of it for us is setting ourselves up as the tool or the resource to keep yourself um, safe because... A lot of these planners, one lawsuit could be the end of a company and it could be oh, yeah, for 15 sure. years plus worth of, of work uh, that you've built yeah. into building this brand. So it's really about keeping everyone safe and making sure that, you know, a wedding is loved ones. It's not ticketed fans. So Right. <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent point. I just, I, it blows my mind as we're talking that no one has done this before, Andrew. It's so smart that this was just the niche that you've that you create you created it you know because i i just think about so many weddings so many times over the years that i've had things happen that could have been prevented had we thought more about the weather I rem i'm remembering very early on god i think it was my first year or second year we did a wedding at a country club the brentwood country club and we had a hoopa and where they put it on the golf course is this sort of elevated it's like a tiny little knoll it's not i can't even call it a hill well it was so windy that day that the hoopa got blown over fully it was fully ready it was ready to go it was dressed it was beautiful and the whole thing crashed so we had to get like groomsmen to like hold it up basically <laughs> and i remember and i'm thinking right now this was many 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 years before this was ever an idea in your mind but how powerful could it have been to be like oh actually we can't put it there that's the windiest part like it's definitely going to blow over there like having had that knowledge in the first place we could have saved ourselves a lot of drama well and that's what we're here to try to save and you know i i think that it's being the first one into the wedding world, I can't take credit because I did find some other people online who were doing similar things, but they just weren't. Um, and this is all the power to them. We looked at this and we said, this is something that's scalable. This yeah. isn't a one person uh, show. This isn't, you know, which is interesting because in the wedding industry, a lot of it is built around your brand um, and being, you know, your team. But we realized early on that we could do international, we could do events everywhere all at once. And we have the team and the ability to scale it up just because of our network. Uh, so that was really the thing that kind of gave me the confidence to keep pushing this. When it comes to the uh, wind speed and things like that, it's real. I mean, we, you know, I worked on Coachella and I still remember 
after Coachella, there's Stagecoach, and Stagecoach is the country fest and the same with property, but the winds at night get excessive. And we had a, um, a lantern, kind of a, it was more decor lantern, get loose and, you know, broke through at safety and was running through the crowd and kind of, you're like, well, hopefully this doesn't take anyone out. So we actually did a wedding on the Coachella grounds uh, earlier this year, and it was the same concerns. What do we do about wind? How do we set this up? We had a request yeah. to try to figure out um, if the, you know, the escort cards would basically blow away at 10 yeah. miles an hour. And we were, we were predicting 25 mile an hour, so I, the answer was yes. Um, yeah. But a lot of it is tracking the wind speeds. Uh, back to that event we did with Andrea, you know, the tents aren't rated to go more than, you know, 80 miles an hour and you should evacuate at 50. Um, we were tracking 40 mile an hour winds at the 7,000 feet elevation that she was at. But on top of the mountain where our meteorologist was trying to get to, they were 150 mile an hour winds, which is the same as wow. in Florida. Wow. So it's really about looking at the precise location and figuring out what is safe, what's possible, um, what can we do to really mitigate any risk and, and risk, and I'll also call it drama. Um, because that's really yes. what it comes down to is as a planner, and I, I was a you know, wedding DJ turned event planner turned concert roadie. Drama is the worst part of the day. It's it really happen, is. No matter what, like it, it will happen. But if you can like limit it just enough that you can get to loadout, you're in a great place. Yeah, I 100% agree. Wait, so what does the process look like for all of my wedding pros listening? I'm imagining this is obviously perfect for wedding planners, but also venues, right? Shouldn't I mean venues really should know what's going on at their location? So how do they start this process with you? Yep. So the the best way is we do consultations. Um, so we set up phone calls. They can find us at ironicreports.com. Um, what we'll do is we go through and we start looking at their venues, start looking at the actual physical layout. Um, and for planners, we start hearing and doing an advance call. Uh, I don't know if this is the right way to do business, but it's my years of touring. Um, I just, you know, start with an advance call, find out all the detail. Then we get back to you with, uh, all the information you need to think about from your emergency action plans and what to do if there is lightning and what to do if there is uh, excessive heat and, you know, what basically the next steps will be to follow. Uh, we provide all that information, then we start again at load out or load in. So we'll start normally we do one week packages and they start at $3,500. Um, we okay. tell people to put, we do a non uh, refundable basically deposit like you do for a tent. So people can put us on their schedule for the 2023 and 2024 season, but they don't need to commit to paying the full amount. And then if they are 10 days out, they look at their app, the bride, the groom, the partner one, partner two, everyone sees it and is freaked out. Uh, they've already got sort of $500 in the game to hold their place with our meteorologist. And then we activate it and cover the weather for the rest of the uh, event for them. And the same for venues. If they, we really try to let venues know um, and planners, this is a service that you can either put as part of your overall package, which some of the planners and companies we work with do, where they just offer it for everyone. Uh, yeah. Or it's something that you can say, well, we have a meteorologist that we can bring onto our team for the day. Uh, would you like this? We jokingly found like a price point that we felt was enough to cover obviously all of the cost of business. Um, but with some of the weddings that we do, $3,500 versus renting you know, $80,000 worth of tents, it's worth putting the money down to make the call to know that you need the tent before renting the tent because you read something on an app and then you did not need the tent. Um, yeah. So it's just a different sort of, uh, I hate using the word insurance because it's not that, but it's something of a, uh, like hedging your bet. It's like, it's like emotional insurance actually. 
Yeah. And then for the, well, the, and the planner again, it's like the best line is like, hold on, we're going to talk to the meteorologist and we'll get right back to you. Uh, I yeah. can only assume that like parents love hearing that. Oh, I can imagine. And also like, just as someone who went through this on a, such a minor level a couple of weekends ago, you know, at a certain point, it's like, we want to do what the client wants to do, but if the client wants to do something unsafe, we can't, you know, we can't authorize that. And so when you have a weather app, you really don't know everything you Whoa. need to know versus working with ironic because at least you're giving such a comprehensive overview of things that people wouldn't necessarily think of unless they had a meteorologist on staff, which is amazing. Does anyone ever, like, I know you said people roll it into each package. Does anyone ever do like an annual with you? Just like get, get you for the year for all the events? We, um, we haven't done that. We would love to do that. And if you are one of the listeners that are thinking about that, please give us a call. Um, love that. We, yeah, we haven't done that yet. Um, but and again, with all the you know people listening, it's, the one thing we try to, it, it's a hard line for me to kind of talk about because I don't want to put the fear of a horrible event out there or the energy out into the world. Yes, but for sure. But I do want planners to think about their company. And the issue that I've been running into is, and that line sort of about, you know, you'd never say to the, say to the lawyer during a deposition, you know, oh, I looked at my weather app, is you should also think about all the different terms and things you have in your contracts, especially after COVID when everyone sort of went through and redid them. One of those things is, you know, your employees and their safety. So if there is lightning within eight miles and it is your standard to do a shelter in place and wait 30 minutes to the last strike, the reason for that is because people do get struck by lightning. And if it's your employees or if it's someone at the wedding, a guest, you basically laid it out there from the beginning that you are taking safety in, you know, seriously and yeah. you're doing this to protect everyone. And things yes. will go wrong. The wedding will still happen. Um, you can still get the ceremony in. Uh, Allison, like, proved that over. Like, that was the coolest move I've ever seen of speeding the ceremony up to make sure everyone got in safe and still having the client be, like, ecstatic. And that's the uh, move. That's you just have to know how to manage it. Yes. So, so it's like we really want people to protect themselves because you, like, the, uh, you hear the horror stories and it's real. You know, the weather... <laughs> bigger than us mother nature has its own way of doing things <laughs> it really like, it, is it doesn't care about like it, the photos at a certain time like it just you no know, it's not or, or a wedding venue being in a situation with tornadoes or hurricane season like it's just doing its own thing and we're just here so yeah. we really try to kind of um without being on our like soapbox about like risk mitigation and safety just say like play it safe be smart and work with us because it gives you a chance to know something that, you know, will and will really help save someone in the long run. Oh, so good. Andrew, what is your favorite Alanis Morissette song? Oh. Is it ironic? Yeah, I just have to say that. I, I got <laughs> caught singing it at karaoke the other day with a bunch of planners. Uh, and I'm not <laughs> proud. That, that is you bit, should be proud. No, there's Listen. A, there's there's a, a pretty bad video of it out there. Um, you need to make a reel of it and put it on. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say that, like, it's it's bad. It's I, I don't have the voice for it. There's a lot of notes that I just couldn't hit. Um, yeah, there are a lot of notes in that song that are, if, that are quite high, even as someone down, who uh, used to be a singer. Who, yeah, if anyone wants to track down who was in that room, I would uh, say start with, um, <laughs> yeah, start with Sam at Jordan Con, and then, like, work your way out, and you'll probably find that video, but, oh, God, that's bad video. <laughs> Amazing. Andrew, where can people find you on the internet? Um, so you can find us at Ironic Reports um, on Instagram, best way. Uh, DM us. We do daily weather updates Ooh. across on a national level. 
Also, um, you can find us at ironicreports.com and you can set up a demo. Um, I'm at A. Levitt, uh, L-E-A-V-I-T-T, at ironicreports.com. The other thing I want to just kind of shout out to, and this is something that we're, we're doing that's new, is we're starting this, like I mentioned, Wedding Meteorology 101. Um, so if you want, you can sign up on our website. Uh, you'll be able to go back and see all the courses. They're boring. I'm not going to like sugarcoat that, but like we don't <laughs> in any way possible. Like, we're talking about lightning. We're talking about rain. Uh, but there's a lot of useful facts in there. Um, if you don't read it, at least make sure your employees read it because, you know, tell them they have to. And then when the bad situation pops up, they'll remind you that, you know, maybe it is time to shelter in place. Um, do we have an evacuation plan or stop everyone from, uh, you know, endangering themselves? Yes. And honestly, I feel like I'd find that a little bit interesting. I'm going to go sign up for those classes. And guys, I'll put the link in the show notes for all of these things so you can make sure to be following Ironic Reports. And I do love the daily Instagram weather updates. I'm always like, oh, what's going on? Because, you know, living in L.A. is like kind of boring for weather. You know, so it, I it, like hearing about other people's weather. That's not the worst situation you could be in. I'm in New York right now and I walked outside and it was like 50 degrees and I went and got lunch in a t-shirt this afternoon. So things are getting weird. Uh, I don't want to like yeah. trigger anyone when I say that, <laughs> but and I've been, uh, I always try not to be on the soapbox, but yeah, things are getting weird. Do your part, recycle, save the, <laughs> save, save the world a little bit. Uh, save the world from go burning. I'm going to podcast about that. Um, but, <laughs> That'll be next time we have you back. We can, we yeah, can talk just, about global just, warming. Just leave it. Yeah. Things are getting weird, period. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Oh my gosh, Andrew, thank you so much. I think you learn I think you make weather fun. I'm going to go on I'm going to say it. I appreciate that. It, I, <laughs> it, just tell everyone that when they start reading uh Wedding Meteorology 101. Um I'll really try to like throw some jokes into that because right now it's uh it's pretty dry. But it's important information. People should know, you know. It's important. Know yes, we have to know. We you have need... to know. Listen, we got to know everything about everything. Yeah, you need to know why it's beneficial to know the odds of rain um, over the last 30 years before you, you know, spend all the money and you realize you should have budgeted $20,000 or more for a tent. Those are good things to know, you know. It's an excellent thing to know. Andrew, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. You're a wealth of knowledge and a delight, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And friends, Thank you for spending your time with us this week. I know your time is the one thing you cannot make more of. And so I'm always very grateful and honored that you spent it with us. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Stay dry. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast. And connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram.